Welcome to Sensibly Cynical. My name is Sean, and today I have a fantastic show lined up. We will be talking with Muhammad Momussel Daris. He is a mixed martial artist fighting for the Professional Fighters League. Um, he is one of their best fighters, and I have known him for a very long time, and I am excited to catch up with Mo. Enjoy. And joining me now, a good friend of mine and one of the top MMA fighters in the PFL, Muhammad Mo Muscle Darius. How you doing, Mo? I'm good. How you doing? It's Mo Muscle holding it down round for round, Cobble Town, in that Eel Town. You already know how it go down with the crowd. Let's get it. <laughs> yeah, let's go, bro. Um, so yeah, I've known you for quite a long time, and uh, you know we're both from uh, Tiesville and everything. So how did you get your start? Well, man, it's, it's I, I know, like a unique story, man. I, I, I never, I never thought I would be fighting professional. I, you know, I thought about it. I, Something I've been wanting to tell you for a while, and I haven't had the chance. I was actually at one of your fights at Sports Edge in Titusville. Um, so how did you? Yeah, how did you start those? Did you? Was it just one of those? You was it free? Was it a free entry, or how did you start those even? Yeah, so speaking of um, speaking of UCF, were you 
Like, how were your stats at Tysville High? You were a football and wrestling, right? Yeah, um, in football, you know, I, I was a new kid at Tysville. I moved there my ninth grade year, and, uh, you know, I played football for the first time. The, the, uh, the spring football of my ninth grade year, they recruited me from the basketball court, and I came out there, and, uh, and I wanted to play. I told them I wanted to play running back and linebacker. They said they got, they got linebackers, they got running backs, they used a fullback. I said, whatever, I, I'll do it. And we ran a triple option. You know, and I ended up that year, I had more yards than any of the running backs we had at a fullback position. And then, um, you know, then I, I played next year. The junior year, I'm thinking I'm going to start. We switched the whole offense, and uh, they rotate me in with two other running backs. That running back, I, I get more, the most yards out of all of the, all of the running backs, even though right. you know, my, I had the least amount of touches. And, um, you know, then my senior year, I had the load, got injured. You know, I think my senior year, I had 897 yards. I sat out like three or four games. Yeah, so that's when the offers started coming. Was your senior year? No, my junior year actually. I actually verbally did UCF my junior year, um, and uh, I played my senior year, and um, I, I did really good. But like I said, I was playing injured. I, right. Two games injured, and I sat out the two easiest games that we had. Well, I could at least got two hundred plus yards apiece, like Coco Beach and Saddle mm-hmm. Beach. Both of my backups running back had over hundred yards. I was I was salty, but <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean. I mean, I've seen some of your highlights. You're, you were pretty electric, man. So, um, Yeah, man, I, 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 I love those. You couldn't tell me I wasn't going to make it to the league. When I, when I made it to college, I, I, I would, that's what I was known for in college was I was a workhorse, man. I, right, carried the rock. Yeah, in the, well, in the, in, the, in the weight room, and I was, I was in there working. Sure. I was in there work, working hard. Like, the, the, my, my personal trainers used to, you know, show me that I love because I would be one of the first ones in there, and I, I, would, well, I would push myself. And, um, you know, I, I work hard, so, you know, from, I get that from wrestling, you know, wrestling, I, I, we had to work really hard, wrestling high school, and um, so I learned, you know, meaning the hard work, and I, and I, and I always, you know, push that, you gotta, you gotta work hard for what you wanted, and, and um, you know, like I said, injuries and other mm-hmm. things, you know, deterred me, and I, and I just channeled that energy to, to whatever day. Okay, so let's, let's move forward to um, your appearance with the Ultimate Fighter. How did that happen? How did they, how did they see you? Did they pull you from one of your Daytona fights? Well, no, actually, we found, they did a casting call, reaching out to the heavyweight, like, the, for the light heavyweight. Um, they were looking for light heavyweights, and um, I reached out to uh, Charles McCarthy at the time, SUFC fighter Charles McCarthy. He, uh, he had, I met him down south in South Florida when I went to go train with the Black Zanians, uh to work with uh, Alistair Overeem back in 2000. Oh, really? Yeah, well, I, I went down there. One day, I just went down there to go, to go introduce myself and, and see if I could train. And then I went, and I did it really well. And, uh, I could I could have trained with everybody, but Alistair took, took me aside, and I trained with blow for blow with him, and he, he respected me and my wrestling skills, and uh, he, he ended up calling me back down to work with him with one of his fight camps, and uh, you know I met Charles, and Charles he like said he would uh, work for managing manage me or whatever, and then um, when I found out about the casting call, I hit him up. Oh yeah, I heard about it. I'm gonna reach out to him, and he told me to hey, he said if you go out there, you know you're pretty much 99 percent, 95 percent sure to make it. Just be yourself. You know, and I'm sure you'll get it. And, you know, when I did, I was, I was with myself, and, you know, they liked me. And I uh, ended up uh, making it out to us and fighting. It was a great experience. Yeah, so um, so it didn't work out for you there in your injury fight, right? I mean, what, what was the experience like? You learned a lot, I guess, right? Even though it was short-lived? Yeah, um, it, the, the crazy thing was, you know, you know, especially with that fight, I was dominant, I was dominant as I was against uh, Roundtree. You know, I, that, I realized that, my body did not want to be like heavyweight no more. It, it, uh, I, I, I had a very hard weight cut. I already had hard weight cuts before, but that one was severe. Like really severe. Like I, I felt horrible. I, 
you know, I had, I had a horrible weight cut and I decided, you know, if I can, if I can gain healthy weight and, um, you know, and, and get up to 240 and it not be hard, then I'll do that. I'll, I'll fight heavyweight. If I got to 240 pretty easily, you know, after about two months of just intake and protein and lifting weights like I used to. Right. Because I couldn't lift weights. I couldn't lift weights at all when I fight light heavyweight because I gained too much weight. Sure. I didn't touch the weights. I did the calisthenics and I, and, I, and I ran and I wrestled. Then I started lifting weights, wrestling, and then the weight shot up. So, you know, I decided to go anyway, uh, and then, you know, the rest is history. Yeah, so, um, so how did the, um, I know you're uh, in the PFL right now, and, um, you know, you did, you did very well this past season, and I know last season, I think you were an alternate, right? So, how did the PFL start? Like, did it, was it another, was it another, like, recruiting thing, or did they find tape? Well, uh, they, was, they were recruiting fighters. Um, okay. For the, the World Series of Fighting, my second pro fight. And that's the organization that became the PFL. So um, after my fight on the Ultimate Fighter, I, it was hard for me to get a regional fight because people saw how I how I handled um, Killer Roundtree, and you know he was he was tough. Everybody saw that I manhandled him until I gassed out. So it was hard to get fights on the regional level because it was high risk, low reward because I wasn't a big name, but it was a possible loss. So I went almost three years without a fight, and I got to the point of where I was. You know, I pray, I pray, or I say I pray, I say, I say God, if you know, if this is for me, you know, give me opportunity, or I'm going to have to give it up and, and get it out of the file, because, you know, there's a lot of sacrifice to train and, and be ready for fight, and it's not much money you make in the beginning anyway, and uh, I pray on it, and I reached out to every promoter I knew, I reached out to Ray Seafoam, right. the promoter was the matchmaker for um, Professor of the PFL, he was also working with the WSL before that, so I knew him from mm -hmm. And then um, also reached out to like the guys from LFA. I reached right. out to I reached out to a bunch of guys. None of them hit me back. Um, for a while, none of them hit me back. And then finally, Ray was like, "Hey, you know, we got, I got a fight in about a month. We had a guy he backed out. Could you take it?" I said, I "I'll take it." So are you in shape? I said, "Yep." <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't really in shape, but when I got to the training camp, yeah, you're. Week, yeah, I understand. You, know, you just take what you can get. Yeah. Yeah, and then and they just said we gonna pay five thousand, show five thousand, win thousand. That was like more than double the amount I ever made in a, in a fight before. So I, I took that fight and I went in there and I uh, ended up knocking him out with a flying knee in the first round. And they, they told me, hey, you know, we'll definitely sign you for next year. I'm like, okay, I got till next year. You know, let me, you know, I, I'm going to rest for a little while and, you know, and, and then I'll get back to training. And they called me two weeks later and hey, we got another short notice fight less than a month. You know, I understand if you want to take it, it's versus Mike Kyle. You know, and I was like, Mike Kyle, hey, UFC veteran? <laughs> yeah, I understand, if you, I don't understand if you don't want to take it. I was like, no, I'll take it. You know, you sure? Yeah, I'll take it. I, you know, I got back on the, got back to camp again, went out there, beat him on first round. Yeah. And, you know, and uh, they, they said, oh, we definitely signed you next season, you know, and, and I got picked up for this season. And that's been a hard opportunity, man. Um, you know, I'm still at a point in my career where I'm in the beginning. I'm, I'm not set yet. You know what I mean? Right. This is still a grind for me. You know, I, mean, I have kids, I have a family. Sure. Make sacrifices to, to do this. So, you know, I'm still, you know, trying to trying to make it to, to where I want to be in life. And now with the, with the PFL, I have the opportunity to do that. Yeah, so I know um, you just recently... Um, you just recently said that you know you had a struggle and everything, and this is this is kind of helping you financially. How's the support been from the city of Titusville? How have they have they come together and supported you? Oh yeah, most definitely, man. Titusville always been my partner ever since uh, I was an amateur man, and you know, and they you know every time I have a fight, man, it's the, the bar like the Irish club is packed. The, and they're watching it. They're watching it over there. The goal line is packed. Watching it, you know, I, I people messaging me all week, you know, about the fight after the fight, you know, even even this past, go my way, you know, 
Like when I, and I had, you know, I wasn't really down with myself, but I was upset with myself. And uh, a lot of people, you know, reached out to me like, hey, listen, man, we understand, you know, keep running, you look good, you know, we, we got your back. You know, that means a lot, uh, you know, to, to the fighters, man, to support. So how's the PFL growing? Is it is it like, I guess they're not going to, their method isn't to go ahead against UFC, right? They're just going to do their own thing, and I guess there's there's like apples and oranges there? Yeah, they, they um, their, their main thing is, you know, look out for the fighters, man, uh, try, to, try to take care of the fighters, uh, and, 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 and if the, the, winners of, the winners of the fights move on. It's not, it's not about who is talking the most junk. It's not about who is, is manager is right. talking to the key, and all that type of stuff. Yeah, the key word there is league, right? So they kind of format it to where it's wins and losses. You have a regular and then you have a playoffs, and you get bonus points for finishes. If you finish in the first round, you get three bonus points. If you finish in the second round, you get two bonus points. If you finish in the third round. You get, a, you get a one bonus point, and if you win, period, you automatically get three points. So if you get a first-round knockout, that's six. Second-round knockout or submission, that's uh, that's uh, five. And then four, if you get a third-round submission or knockout. So it's pretty dope. How was it like competing in New York? Oh, man, that was that was awesome, man. I, I actually was born in New York. So really? It, and, I, and it was something at Madison Square Garden all the time. I'm really, see, I used to live in Nassau County, and then Nassau Coliseum. That's where we fought Nassau Coliseum. And um, that was uh, awesome, and I got to see a lot of family. You know, our family came out to, to the fights, and uh, you know, it was awesome. Same thing with Atlantic City. I went to Atlantic City. My, my wife's family's from Atlantic City, so a lot of her family got to come out and, and watch me fight for the first time live. You know, it was, it was, it was definitely awesome. So, um, do you have any advice? One last question. Do you have any advice for upcoming fighters, people that are trying to make it in the uh, MMA world? Because I know it can be tough, right? Brutal. Oh, yeah. It's, it's rough. It's Literally... Yeah, literally and, phys- and <laughs> you know, literally and... Literally and figuratively. Yeah. It's brutal, man. Um, mentally, physically, emotionally draining. Uh, you know, the anxiety, you're going to have anxiety. You're going to have times where you doubt you yourself. You're going to have times where you wonder if you should do it. If it's financially, you should do it. But if, you, if this is something you want to do, you just have to stay focused. Win, lose, draw. Keep on grinding. Keep on taking fights. Keep training. You know, have people who support you around you. It's, it's, it's hard to do it. But you have people around you who don't support you because the stress is, is, is levels are very high, and you know stress is is, is kind of killer. So you know you gotta you gotta have people in your corner that, that support what you're doing, and so surround yourself with people that that support what you're doing, man. And to keep running, anything in life worth a damn, it's gonna be sacrifice. It's gonna it's gonna you gotta have to grind, you gotta have to work, and uh, just keep on. All right, Mo, do you have anything to promote? I know you're doing the MFC. Do you have anything like Twitter or anything to promote or? Yeah, I'm, I'm actually working on um, finding a location for the next MFC. My muscle fighting championship, I started, actually started that in my downtime after the Khalil Roundtree fight and before I got my first PFL fight to, so I can get, you know, work on local fighters, getting them exposure with media, local media and stuff like that and, and getting their fights um, around their hometown and stuff. And, and we're pushing for the next showcase sometime in February. I'm still looking for a venue here in the Daytona Beach area where I'm moving to. Um, so, you know, I'm excited about that. You know, when I, when I have more, when I have more information on that, I'll give you a call. Maybe I'll come back on and wrap it up with you. Yeah, do you got any social media handles you'd like to promote, or? It's, uh, on Twitter, Twitter, at Mo Muscle. Uh, Instagram, at Mo Muscle. And then Facebook, you can find me, Muhammad Darius, just type me in, uh, Mo Muscle. And then, and then Facebook, man, come on, let me reach out to me, man. I always, I always talking to, you know, fans, followers, you know, friends. You know, I'm, I'm not that type of guy that's so I'll be like, whatever, you know, I'm going to respond. And you talking to me, you ain't talking to the marketing director. Right. Yeah. 
<laughs> right, well, I appreciate your time, bro, and it's good catching up. No problem, bro. I'm glad you had me on. I, I know people try to make this work. I mean, you know, it's hard to get together. I love y'all, man. Uh, definitely, you know, anytime y'all y'all in the area, holla at your boy. All right, bro. Have a good night. Alright, peace. Alright, later. And my sensible thought for the episode is that always, always do your best and never give up. Because as Mo was saying, he got the opportunity because he kept trying. He didn't give up. He didn't take no for an answer. And here he is kicking ass and taking names. Thank you for listening to this episode of Sensibly Cynical. If you could please subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, it would be highly appreciated. Also, you can check us out on Twitter at CynicalSensibly, on Instagram, SensiblyCynicalPod, and you can check out our Facebook group. Once again, thank you for listening to Sensibly Cynical. Take care. Um,